Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of their great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. We here at the CEP Network are always looking for sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they're looking to promote and want to shout out during one of the shows, reach out and let's see what we can do. It's that time of year again. The nights are getting cooler and fall is here. Cool weather means posting up in your favorite cozy spot with a cup of your favorite coffee, tea, or whiskey. Cool weather also means bonfires, hoodies, and putting your favorite beer or soda in a koozie. Well, we have you covered in all of those areas. Head over to buyjack.com CEP and get a hold of a mug, koozie, or hoodie and support Raised on the Radio and look great doing it. In this episode, we talk about the Let's Go Brandon phenomenon, we discuss both sides of the Astro World argument and what a musician sees and hears while on stage, we talk about our kids and their futures in sports and music, and much, much more. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on email or through the social medias. You can reach us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. And let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. Sunday morning. How are we this morning, sir? Feeling good. Feeling good. good. You're a liar. You just told me you're hungover. The world doesn't need to know that. I feel good. Okay, well, the world knows now. Just saying. Just saying. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not hungover. It's just, you know, I, I don't get hungover. I'm a professional, dude. Hmm. It's not a hangover. It's a. Then what? <laughs> What's the professional it's term the for morning, it? Then? It's the morning after. <laughs> but explain something to me. I'm listening. What is "Let's Go, Brandon"? It's a. It really surprises me how. You know why? Why does it surprise me? It. Why, it it surprises. It, it surprises me and doesn't surprise me that you don't know what this is. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's a virus. I saw maybe, I don't know. I don't remember what I saw, but it made me think to ask. I, I, should I watch the news more? Should I, what, what, what is this? I don't know what it is. I feel like you're not, not going to, I feel like you're not going to see it in the news. Okay. Like, so if I Google that phrase, I'm not going to get anything. I mean, I doubt you're going to get it from like CNN or something like that. I'm sure they're trying to stay as far away from it as possible. Well, now, let's test that. Now you I get, explain what it is, and then I'll test that theory. So there was a NASCAR race 
where a guy named Brandon already don't care. Of course, I I was there too. Um, but there was a NASCAR race where a guy named Brandon won, and he was being interviewed by a woman afterwards. And while he was being interviewed, the crowd started ch- chanting "fuck Joe Biden," which, if you watch the video, you can clearly tell that's what they're saying. And whether she knew what she was doing or not, whether she knew what they were saying and she tried to change it, or whether she didn't know and she really thought that's what they were saying, she told Brandon that they were chanting, let's go, Brandon. This went viral immediately. And now every time you see let's go, Brandon posted or hear somebody say that, they're actually saying, fuck Joe Biden. I'd rather get kicked in the nuts than have to hear that explanation again. Is it because I explained it or is no, anyone. I mean, you, no, it could have, no, it could okay. have been anyone. Okay. That makes me yeah, feel yeah. a little no, better, I, I guess. <laughs> fuck me. I, what? Oh, and by the way, NASCAR fans said fuck Joe Biden. Whoa. Uh... No way. Could, could... I'm already annoyed. I'm already annoyed. We, it's, it's not even been five minutes. I get it, but I feel like you're getting ready to piss off a lot of NASCAR fans. Really? Uh-huh. I feel like... I couldn't I, possibly I, do that. I feel like I, all of our NASCAR fans that listen to the show are probably going to go away after this. Okay, good. Let me let me, let me me just say, go ahead, fuckers. Stop being <laughs> such predictable twats. Okay? Okay. Could they be less of a predictable group of people? That's all I want to know. Why... <laughs> Why, if you're a NASCAR fan, are you automatically, is it possible, can we find one, can we find one, is it possible to be a NASCAR fan and be a Democrat? I feel like that's finding a unicorn at this point. Hmm. Hmm. You don't seem as enthused to find this person as I do. (laughs) I really want to find them. I'm interested. I would go on the hunt with you. You want to try? This doesn't piss you off. Why? It doesn't affect me. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. How? Because you're surrounded by NASCAR fans. <laughs> That's why. Is that a shot at me? Are you talking about where I live? What, what's happening right now? I already said I want to move there. I know. I know. Job fucking coal mining or whatever the fuck you're it is gonna, they do there. Are you saying you're going to become a NASCAR fan? You're going to move here and you're going to become a NASCAR fan? Dude, there's a better chance that I learn Japanese, then I become a NASCAR, NASCAR fan. Seriously. <laughs> I, it's, so why did that, so that went viral because the intent was to play it off as fuck Joe Biden or the, the reporter just was dumb or the NASCAR see, driver was dumb. See, or th- all this is, above. this has been my question and I don't, I have not gotten an answer to it yet. I don't know if she knew what she was doing or not. I don't know if she knew what the crowd was saying and she tried to play it off as something else because she was yeah. interviewing somebody or if she or if she didn't know and she thought they were saying, let's go, Brandon. But regardless, my thing is, is that if she wouldn't have done what she did, this would not have been viral. Like if she wouldn't have said anything about it, like the chant at all, this probably wouldn't have gone viral. If it would have, it would have just have been it would have just been people saying, "Oh, well, 
the crowd was chanting fuck Joe Biden in the background. That would have been it. But why were they chanting that? I'm not sure. I don't I haven't gotten an explanation on that either. It's fucking annoying, Probably dude. just because I, again, it's fun. I just wish they were just less predictable. Uh CNN, let's go Brandon explained. Oh, they really did? Yep. Well, col I, color me I, wrong then, because I didn't really. I, I figured that news source, like actual news sources, would want to stay away from this as much as possible, but maybe not. The Associated Press, which had a reporter on board the flight, first reported that a pilot of a Friday flight from Houston to Albuquerque ended his typical greeting to passengers with the phrase, Let's go, Brandon. Uh oh. Which has become right wing code for fuck Joe Biden. Here's uh -oh. the thing. I hope that pilot crashes the next time he's in the in the air. But I just want him to be in the plane. No one else. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I seriously. Okay. He's a fucking moron. It's kind of fun. This it's kind of kind of fun you as much as it does me. Kind of fun I'm though, annoyed. right? <laughs> it's kind of fun Excuse though, me. right? <laughs> What's it, fun? He thought he was being funny. The pilot. You think, or do you think he's just a fucking? asshole probably both wants to fucking bring his politics into the fucking dude but that's the thing it's like even though even though what the statement is saying it's just like a fun way of playing with politics i don't think it's fun dude when you bring it into work which is what he did i don't think it's fun anymore okay why do you think this is fun because it's funny. Have you joined in? Are you saying, let's go, Brandon? I have not purposely said that in that intent, but I don't think I've ever actually said fuck Joe Biden before without talking about this scenario. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just, I think all of these people are pussies. I think this pilot needs to stop being a pussy and he just needs to say fuck Joe Biden after he addresses his passengers. How about that? I mean, okay. That's a little more posers. harsh. Bunch of fucking <laughs> posers. It's not harsh. What's harsh? Oh, and wait. The NASCAR race was in Alabama. Holy shit. No way. Driver's name was Brandon Brown. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say and be wrong, so I just stuck with Brandon. I... I don't want to watch a video of this. I feel like I should to get a little bit better context, but I feel like you've explained it well. Is the video? Is like hang on? Is the, is the video that... in front of you? No. No. Okay. I I no. kind of think you should watch it. I can find it. Yeah. I should. You should. Why? Why? Actually, probably I should, so we can run it and actually have audio. Hang on. Let's do it. Let's do this. I can't wait. Keep... How how long has this been viral? Is this something that we're, we look like idiots to be even talking about right now? A few weeks, at least. We talked it on the, about it on the CEP last week. Um, these people are pussies. And I like how ABC7 Chicago, critics of President Joe Biden have come up with a cryptic new phrase to insult the Democratic president. There's nothing cryptic about it. They're just pussies. They're posers. How's that sound? I mean, you could put that in a news headline if you wanted to, I guess. Cryptic is a pretty, is a, a dumb word to use. It's the wrong word to use. 
What it should say is critics of President Joe Biden have come up with a pussy new phrase to insult the Democratic president. <laughs> That's what it should say. Anyway, I can't believe I'm a few weeks late to this. I'm so glad. How did I? I don't, I don't know. I missed it. I'm glad I missed it. But I don't know. You said so, this was a big, big on TikTok. Yeah, I don't know if that's where it was first big. That's probably why I missed it. That was just my example. But so as long as we're talking about he uh, news headlines and stuff, please. I've been I've been holding on to this until this episode or until the podcast because uh -oh. we talked about this for a few minutes last week last week, and I want to okay. know because I've learned a lot of new things this week about this whole Travis Scott situation, and I want to okay. know if you. 100% still agree with everything that you said last week or if anything has changed if you've learned anything new um okay so do I still think that he shouldn't be blamed yes that's one 1000% 1, yes you're never going to change my mind okay unless he was on stage telling people to trample people and kill them yes you're not gonna you're not gonna change my mind okay do you have some news that will change my mind well so like some of the news that I got was that the chief of police talked with Travis Scott and his people before the show and told them that there was a very unruly crowd out there and told gave them the heads up that basically they shouldn't go out there, and they chose to do it anyways. Okay. Now, I understand that that's not on him. Can I stop you real quick? Yes, go ahead. Did the chief of police actually say this Smart. to the media? Or is someone else reporting that the chief of police said this to Travis Scott? Is there a video of the chief of police? Is it on, is it in writing? Where is this at? I mean, I don't have that. Okay. Well, keep going. Let me look this up. Um, okay. So, do you know about past issues that have happened at Travis Scott concerts? Do you know about the man who was paralyzed because he climbed? Now, I understand this is on him also. However, that climbed like a scaffolding, and Travis Scott told him to jump, so he did. Okay. And now it's paralyzed. Okay. Now, I understand that's on him. However, this is a guy who was probably easily influenced by a guy like Travis Scott telling him to jump. Okay. And also, hasn't he been arrested in the past for, like, encouraging crowds to get extremely rowdy? And even though they even though they were told not to by security and stuff. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. That's not that's the majority of it. Let me just okay. I appreciate you giving me these facts. Okay. I'm with you. I understand what you're saying completely. I understand why all of those things, when saying them out loud, can make you go, "Wow, perhaps, perhaps." He's a part of the problem. Look, I'm not saying he's not a part of the problem. I'm saying he's not the problem. Okay? There okay. are many different things that happen at a show that could go wrong that hundreds of people are responsible for. To blame just him is wrong. It's just wrong. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But here's the thing about about you know, unruly crowds and security being told that perhaps the crowd's too rowdy or a fan climbing on something and the performer telling them to jump and the fan getting hurt. It happens at concerts. 
That's why we go to these concerts. We go to have a good fucking time. Sometimes things go too far and perhaps people get hurt and perhaps people die. This isn't the first time. I feel like too much focus. And again, I could be completely wrong here. This is just how this is my perception. Okay. I'm not saying anyone's doing it. 100%. I'm not saying anyone, but this is my perception. Too much of the focus is on Travis Scott, who he is, and what type of artist he is. Too much, too much. Because no one, so no you're, one talks so, about So this. what you're trying to say, you're saying that there's too much focus on the on the genre of music. You know, we you mentioned that a little bit on the last yeah. the last episode that we don't need to know what type of music this is to 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 talk like talk about what type of person I guess like you know what I'm saying like they're 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 trying to put people into a category based off the genre of music and say that's why it's happening. Yes. Yes. Um. So let me let me, like let me ask you in your so if you're if you're put in his shoes and you're backstage before you go on to the stage and they tell you hey listen you have an extremely unruly crowd out there this is probably going to get bad if you do go out there what's your decision that you make So put me in Travis Scott's shoes the night of the concert mm-hmm. someone comes up to me and says hey the crowd's too rowdy perhaps you shouldn't go on stage people could get hurt you're asking me to make that decision right now. Yes. I feel like any way I answer that question, I come off as a dickhead, but let me go ahead and answer it anyway. Okay. Before you answer though. Okay. Would it be smart if you are in that position to go out there and before you get going, try to calm down the crowd as much as possible? Good question. Yes. Okay. I, as a performer and a person who loves to perform and loves the fact that people appreciate watching me perform would get on stage and say, Hey, everybody take care of each other. Um, would it do anything? Maybe, you know, um, this is such a, it's probably not. Well, let me just give you an example. So have you ever seen Lincoln park live once? Yes. They're not the heaviest band in the world. Right. But, when they play people tend to go pretty crazy there tend to be mosh pits at least back in the day i don't know about anymore um and one of the things they would say is if somebody falls down pick them up absolutely said it all the time absolutely they're not the only ones i could name tons of bands that say this i could name tons of of all different genres and that's that's a big thing that i've been seeing going across social media here lately is the one you know all these bands that do say that you know they they are like enticing people to do mosh pits and to have fun but they're also putting across the message to everybody listen man help people if they're down you know this this is is still about fun but it's also about taking care of people too making sure that nobody's getting hurt and, and just having fun but the other thing that i've been seeing coming across social media is a lot of videos that people are posting and i know that it's against travis scott basically saying that he made a, he did a wrong move by doing what he did. However, um, it's videos of bands like Linkin Park and other yeah. bands like that who have, it's a video of them saying, or, you know, telling uh, 
like stopping their show while something bad is going on in the crowd to make sure that that gets fixed before they continue on. Right. Now, I understand that they're say, they're putting these videos out to say that Travis Scott didn't do this. Sure. But he this didn't. Is, right. But do you think that he knew what was going on while he was on the stage? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't live inside his brain, but I... Honestly, if I if I'm giving you my educated guess, no, I don't think he knew. I don't think he knew. So and again, I, so, so, there have been people that stop shows. You can find video thousands of videos of of people doing this. Dave mm-hmm. Grohl, Lincoln Park, fucking Guns and Roses, fucking Pennywise. Uh, again, thousands. You can find videos of people doing this. What does that have to do with that show, that moment, that guy, that stage, those lights, that crowd, that sound? I could keep going. What does it have to do with him? They're not the same. And I get what you're and again, if you're trying to like educate people who don't go to shows like this, that hey, there are good outcomes to shows this big and people can be safe, great, educate people. But if you're using it just to fucking make Travis Scott look like a piece of shit, well then you're an asshole too. That's my only point. I fucking saw Nick Carter posted a video from the Backstreet Boys. Really? From the Backstreet Boys posted a video of, like, he helped out. He, like, pointed at a fan who, like, fell down. I'm like, hey, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) No one cares. And his his, his little, you know, blurb was like, uh, it is possible to keep people safe at shows, just FYI. Hey, fuck you. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I like how you keep putting emphasis on that. Asshole. No one's going <laughs> crazy at your show. No one's getting hurt. You're an asshole. An- another, no, th- th- a- another thing that I've seen on social media clout, like- too was uh, somebody talking about like Travis Scott having his in-ears in. And that if, when you do, when you do, you know, you've got so much, many things going on in your ears that it's hard to even think. And so if you're not physically seeing this stuff going on, you're definitely not hearing it going on because of everything that's going on in your ears. Correct. Correct. Look, we can make a dozen excuses for him or against him. At the end of the day, if he didn't, if he didn't go, it, okay. Look, at the end of the day, <clears throat> as long as he didn't say to whoever said, "Hey, it's pretty rowdy out there. We might want to think about calling it." As long as he didn't say, "Fuck everybody. I don't care if anyone dies," then I'm gonna not blame everything on him. That's it. Okay, so I have one more question to end this conversation. If you are in Travis Scott's shoes, and all this goes down. Do you think before the end of the show, you know what has gone on? There's no way that you don't, right? There's no way that you make it out of there without somebody, if you didn't physically see it, that there's no way you get out of there without people knowing or without you knowing what's ha- what has happened, right? Do I think he knew on stage that people were dying? So when, like when he got off of stage, before he left that venue, he had to have known what had happened, right? He had to have known the unruliness and everything that happened out in the crowd, right? Okay, unruliness and people dying are two different things. Okay, either way. I don't know, man. I don't know. Here's why I, I, here, here's, here's why I ask, is because apparently 
he still went to the after party at Dave and Buster's afterwards. And if something that just happened like it happened and you knew, would you still go to the after party? Dude, if I got off stage and someone said, hey, people are dying out there. No, I wouldn't go to Dave and Buster's. Probably not. Okay. But I don't think in that moment people knew that people were dying. I don't know about you, that. You I don't know about that because there was paramedics in the crowd. Paramedics doesn't mean death. Paramedic means injured, which again happens all the time at shows, especially shows of that size with that many people. Look, at the end of the day, I I, look, I, feel, I feel like I'm an asshole. I'm coming off like an asshole. Let me just say this. I feel horrible for the people that died and their families and their friends. That's fucking tra- I Last podcast, it's, it's a fucking tragedy. Right. And I don't like people trying to be cute with the story. I don't like people trying to fucking talk about it happened because Travis Scott's an asshole, another one of those asshole fucking rappers. I don't like shit like that. So let me be very clear. I just don't think all of the blame lies. You can't put all of the blame on Travis Scott. It's just ridiculous to do so. And if you do, you aren't looking at the bigger picture or the obvious thing that is, look, when you cram that many people into a small space, things are going to go wrong sometimes. Fair? Yeah. You know, I, I, again, I, I, I don't... I, I, guess, I guess the only... The, the biggest thing for me, I guess, goes back to if if it actually happened where the chief of police talked to them before the show and he didn't go out there. And I, I have not seen video, so I can't back anything up. I have not seen video of him physically going out there and starting the show. So I don't know if he tried to calm anybody down or if he tried, if he knew what was happening and he just went out there and tried to make it worse or not fit, not maybe not make it worse, but you know, just encouraging people to keep doing what they're doing. Basically. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know how, how that all played out. I would hope that if he knew what was going on during the show that he would have stopped. But as you said, you can't put all the blame on him. I understand that his voice has a lot of influence on what happens in that crowd. However, it's still the... That's hard for me to say too, though. Like, Because it's not just the crowd. Because there's a lot of people in that crowd who didn't want this stuff to happen. You know, and those people are... some The people that died probably weren't even trying to to be involved in any of this. They were just stuck. Um, okay. So let me, let me, I got a story here. It's from deadline.com. I don't know how much I trust that, but, um, <clears throat> I guess essentially they said, he further said that HPD pers- personnel told those in charge in quotes, don't know what that means of the crowd that CPR was underway on one or more individuals. He subsequently identified the people receiving that information as the production team. They were told that we communicated that to them, said the chief of police. He later added via tweet. It was at that time that HPD personnel told personnel in charge of the event to shut down the performance. That statement was among the most definitive indications yet of when concert production personnel might've known there was a problem. Finner declined to get into the timeline of events further since timelines are a major focus of the investigation. Well, okay, again, what that just said, production team, not Travis Scott. 
So <laughs> everyone had a job to do, right? Everyone had, I don't know. I do. I, 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 I understand what you're trying to say. My, I, I do have, I do have another question though about like the in-ears thing. I, I just have never done that before, so I'm just curious. If you're on stage, do you hear, like, engineers and stuff through your in-ears, too, or is it just your band? Uh, if you want and to. And you. Them. You can? If you want to. So. So, essentially, yes, you can. So, uh, so, sh- so should somebody have been in his ear telling him to shut it down? And is it possible that they were and he ignored it? All of these things are possible, dude. <laughs> but we don't know. I know. Um, <clears throat> again, as someone <clears throat> who has been to festivals like this as a fan, as someone who has played festivals like this as a person on stage, even those engineers might not have known what was going on. You got to understand, too. So the, the, the person running the sound for that show is way back far away from where all the damage was happening. So did they know? Maybe could have word have gotten to them that something bad was happening. Maybe could they have said something to him? Absolutely. Did they, we don't know. You know, what's kind of scary too, about something that I heard was that paramedics and security both at a certain point just basically said, fuck it and left. A bunch of them because they they at this point realized I'm either going to get hurt if I go into this crowd, or you know, or something bad's going something bad's going to happen to me if I do. So they just left. Like the people that they probably need the most there, a lot of them were just leaving and saying "fuck this." There ain't no, there's nothing I can do here. Man, I can't wait to tell my dad that part of the story. He's gonna be furious. Oh, I bet. Um. Well, I don't. I, I, I was going to say something about that, but I'll just leave it. That, that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. I, I really hope that's not true. Have you been, have you ever been in a situation? Um, you know, you've played festivals and things like that with a lot of people. Have you ever been in a situation, whether you were in the crowd for a show or whether you were on stage and seen stuff like this going down? Has that ever happened? Have you ever seen a situation where this, like things got out of hand quick? And they were contained. Yeah. Um, look, I, the only the only okay. the only scenario that I've seen like been a part of, and I guess it really wasn't that bad. We were just in a bad place, but it was Four Point Fest, and we were uh, up close to the stage for Hollywood Undead. And dude, you were closer than elbow to elbow with everybody, which I understand. That's just that's just a crowd, but. I absolutely hate crowd surfing when it comes to those shows because people do not know how to crowd surf and people wearing like steel toed boots coming through with their feet down and everything else, just kicking people in the back of the head and everything else as they're going through. And it was, you couldn't even, we couldn't even watch the show because you had to be constantly looking back to see if people were coming over your head. So we had, we had to fight our way out as fast as possible. And like I said, that wasn't really like out of control for a concert, but for us, it was like, we got to get the hell out of here. 
okay, smart move. You shouldn't have been there. Yeah. You don't like that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the way. Look, I, so I used to, I'm going to give you a few stories and I feel like such a douchebag giving my experiences like this, but I will just to, cause I want, I want to, I want to defend what I'm saying as far yeah, as I, like I, I think not you need putting a, all the blame on Travis Scott. I think, okay? yeah, I think you need a musician's standpoint here. I think that's important for people to hear. Yeah. Well, okay. Look, so here, here's one story that, okay. I, I so do you know who <laughs> I went and saw the band Alkaline Trio a long time ago. I mean, I was, I was a teenager. I don't even think I was 20 years old, maybe. Um, and I went, so I went with a, a girl that I was dating at the time. And uh, I didn't know anyone else that went to the show. It was all of her friends from college or wherever they were from. I didn't know any of them. And I'll be honest, all the dudes that went to the show, I didn't like. I thought they were tools. I didn't like them. I didn't like their attitude before the show. I didn't like their attitude during the show. I didn't like their attitude after that. I just there's nothing in common with me. But during the show, here's what they were doing. So at an alkaline trio show, very common for people to crowd surf. Can you mention the venue or do you not want to? Was that Mississippi Nights? Okay. I was just trying to Rest get a I was just trying to get a visual, which I can't because I've never been to Mississippi Nights, but anyways. So people were crowd surfing and these guys were punching people that were crowd surfing. Pissed me off. To the point where I was like, I either gotta I gotta get out of here or just move away from them because it was just making me angry. Um because they didn't like crowd surfing, but they loved Alkaline Trio, apparently. Well, listen, fuck faces. If you like Alkaline Trio, you'll know that this happens at their shows. If you don't like it, kindly move out of the fucking way. Don't punch people that are crowd surfing. It happens. It's a fucking punk rock show. What are you doing here if you don't want to? So there, there's one example of. Well, that, that was that was my thing. Is there, you know, there's multiple types of assholes when it comes to crowd surfing, and it can be the crowd surfer or it can be the people below. But if you're a crowd, if you're crowd surfing, especially like say Point Fest, and you're a girl who just has like a bikini top on, you got to be smart enough to not crowd surf because you're gonna have assholes below you that are gonna try to turn take that off. It just happens. It's not good. I don't condone it. But it's going to happen. And I would say, and also, whether you're a guy or a girl, if you are crowd surfing, tie your shoes as tight as you can possibly do it because people are going to try to take your shoes off and throw them to where you're never going to see them again. And I I know that I would not want to be stuck at Point Fest when it's 105 degrees outside on blacktop missing a shoe. Those looks tell me that you agree with me on what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my point with the, my point with the alkaline trio thing was: look, these things happen. You know that. Most people know that. If you don't want to get hit by a crowd surfer, move to the back, where you won't get hit by. Now I understand. Everyone paid to be there. Everyone likes the band. Everyone wants to see the band and enjoy it. So fuck the crowd surfers i'm gonna move up to the front and if they hit me i'm gonna punch them okay i guess 
I guess the point, you know, uh, we're all there to see the same band. Sure. Same artist. Sure. Um, I'll give you another example. So uh, again, I, I, I want to just, I'm defending Travis Scott. I guess my biggest thing is I just got so annoyed by the stories in the beginning that were like focusing on him as a dude and he as an artist and what type of music he does. And I just felt like, I don't care if it's a, anyway, I've already made that point on the last podcast. So let me, let me give more. So like, you know, you asked the question, did the engineers know, did he know on stage? I, I can't compare anything I've ever done on stage, any, any show I've ever played to Astral World. <laughs> I've, but also I've never had a crowd go as insane for anything I've ever done as I'm sure that crowd was going for Travis Scott. He's one of the biggest artists on earth. Also, he was in his home fucking town. Those people love him, right? But as someone who's been on a big stage um, with in-ear monitors in, with an unruly crowd out in front of me, it's very hard to determine what exactly is happening when it's happening. Unless you completely stop, stop the noise, and focus. Um, and this is the thing, like, think about it in, in, in the terms of, you know, just look, look at videos of that show, the lights, it being at night when you're, when it's night. Okay. And you have a light show like the one he had, you can't see the crowd unless they light up the crowd for you. It's very hard to make out what's actually happening. You know, there's people, you see a sea of people, you see movement, but it's really hard to determine what exactly is happening. Now, again, I don't think people are sympathetic to that when it comes to him at all. I think they go, look, I think he knew he's an asshole. He did it anyway. He could... um, here's the other thing. I would love to know if contractually speaking, had he not performed, would Live Nation still have paid him? And I think the ultimate answer to that is yes. And I don't even know if Live Nation is the one paying him, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a Live Nation hosted event. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Live Nation. So, so you're, sa- you're, think- you're, you're saying that if he would have not have gone on there, that he still would have got paid? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I get- Again, I don't know. I don't know that to be... I don't know. I'm not... I'm just... Again... As someone so, who but, has but by saying- signed my name on a contract to play a show, in that contract, it was made very clear that we get paid rain or shine. Okay? Meaning, we don't perform, we still get paid. Now, so in that case, is, so in is that, that ca- how his so, business so- is, is done? I have no idea. But it's the smart way to do it. I, just saying, you don't get to the level of Travis Scott to not know how to get paid, even if you don't perform. Dude, I, I feel like a douchebag right now. But in that instance, to me, it sounds like you're actually like against Travis Scott in that scenario. How so? Because if he knew what was going on and he chose to still go on when he didn't have to and still get paid, then that kind of looks bad on him, right? If he knew what was oh, so going you're on saying in the crowd, if it wasn't in his contract, and he knew he had to play to get paid. No, 
I'm saying that if he didn't have to play to get paid, yeah. he was going to get paid yeah. no matter what. Maybe and he, he was, and he was, and he was, fucking fans, maybe, dude. but if he was told before the show, before he went out there, this is what's happening in that crowd right now. It's getting really bad. You shouldn't go out there. He knows he's going to get paid regardless if he goes out there or not. He probably shouldn't have went out there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you also shouldn't jump in a puddle with white shoes on, but what do I, if you, I, dude, yeah, you're right. But he did. <laughs> I know. I get it. And we don't know if he actually knew. Yeah. This chief of police is saying that HPD. So that's so it actually wasn't a Houston event. It was a Harris County event. So that's what he's ta- that's who he's talking about in this. But HPD would be Harris County PD, I guess. Okay. Harris County PD personnel told those in charge, and that's in quotes, that the crowd or told those in charge that CPR was underway on one or more of it individuals. <clears throat> so who is this? Who are these people in charge? They, they've defined it as the production team. How large of a production team do you think there is for a fucking festival of that size? I would think it would be huge. Who knows if that part of the production even has anything to do or any communication with Travis Scott or Travis Scott's engineers or Travis, any, like, you know what I'm saying? Again, these are all things that I think about because I've been there before. No one else thinks about these things. Or, uh, sorry. Well, I mean, someone who, I mean, if, if I, you know, I'm picturing like everybody that's a part of the team, like a, the team in general for, to put on the entire festival every, you know, we talked about on the, on the last episode too, about how, if you understood how many moving parts it takes to actually, and how many people have to be involved to make a festival go off, but I'm thinking, you know, all of them have like a radio, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, somebody up by the stage is going to be able to radio an engineer or radio, you know, to tell Travis Scott while he's on stage that he needs to stop or something like that. You know, it's, it d- doesn't necessarily mean that everybody can have contact with every single person there at a moment's notice. Right. It doesn't mean that. Right. It can be that. Yeah. And it do- it does work like that i've seen it work successfully yeah you know at big festivals i've seen it work at Lollapalooza, for instance i've seen it i've seen shit go down and i've seen people i've been backstage at a Lollapalooza, and i've seen a head of security in this one area radio in people to diffuse the situation i've seen it work it does work we know it works Otherwise, they wouldn't get, you know, all of the, I guess my, my biggest, my biggest pain point at this time are all of the people coming out later in, in trying to sort of solidify the idea that it is in fact just Travis Scott's fault. And it's just irresponsible to just blame one person in a situation like this. You know, it is. I, I, like I said, unless he was on stage or unless he went to someone who told him, hey, man, it's pretty crazy out there. It, unless he said, I don't give a fuck. I'm performing. I don't care if people are hurt. I don't care. You know, like, then I, I just find it hard to just blame him. I think it's impossible to blame just him. 
and unless we knew for a fact that he knew what was going on and he literally did nothing to try to to calm it down, you know, if we knew that for a fact, then yeah, he's an asshole. But I don't know yeah. that we do. I mean, I, I don't know, and I don't know that we'll ever really know for sure what he was able to see up there. But what everybody's basing this off of is he does have a past for trying to incite a lot of unruliness in his shows. That's just, that's his okay. thing, right? And I think that people are riding off of that. But okay. the thing is, is the crowd was already kind of going at it like this before he even got on stage, apparently, because he was told before he went on stage. So we don't know that. We, we don't, don't know that. We don't know what? That he was told before he went on stage? Yeah, we don't know that. I mean, there is a possibility that that's just the uh, police department trying to cover their ass. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how. Like I don't have to cover. I don't know that's how to the prove. other thing. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know that how we can get proof that he, that they did actually tell him that before he went on stage. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get that. Yeah. But I don't feel like the police department needs to cover. Why do they need to cover their ass? Because if they knew what was going on before, like before Travis Scott even went on and they didn't say anything about it or try to call, you know, try to do what they can to calm it down, then it looks bad on the police department, right? Okay. Well, let me take their side also. I really don't think that they ignored it. I don't think anyone <laughs> from that police department ignored it just so that Travis Scott could perform. I really don't think that. I, I get that, but it's kind of one of those things, right, where if you don't come out and say that you tried to do something to fix it, the automatic look is, well, the police department wasn't doing their job. If they come out and at least try to make a statement and said, listen, we knew what was happening. We tried to get him not to perform. We tried to do what we could to yeah. to slow this down a little bit. That covers their ass. And I think that's kind of important for their, for their position. But does that need to be said? I, I understand what you're saying. For me and Did you, you really for, for me and you, probably not. Yeah. For a lot of people, yes. Because they don't think the way we do. And they don't look at things the way we do. I hear you, dude. Um... It's a bummer, dude. It, 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 dude, all of this sucks, man. Like, I, again, I, I don't want to like. I feel like my defense of Travis Scott is taking away from the bigger issue here, which is that people died. Yes, and I absolutely. think that's what we all keep fucking forgetting. Mm -hmm. You know, when we go on our soapboxes about who to blame, who not to blame, we forget that people died, and it sucks. Um, it's terrible. You know, um, and and you know. Unfortunately, it's going to happen again. These are hard things to do. These festivals are hard. It's hard. Dude, forget about music festivals. Just having 100,000 people, however many people were there, 100,000 people for any type of event in that kind of a space, it's hard to control that, man. It just is. I know, let me ask you this. I know, um, so like, give me examples. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Like some of the massive, massive uh festivals that happen like you you sent me videos before to watch of like massive festivals that like Papa Roach and bands like that have done in other countries give me like an example of where it's like 
hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, I mean, fucking Redding, Rock and Ring, Pink Pop, fucking so I Pink mean, Pop. A pink pink Pop, I think, is incarceration, huh? So, like, what's give me an, a number on like how many people are at those festivals? Because I mean, if you look at a video, it, it you can't see the end of people. There are yeah. so many freaking people there. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Hang on one second. I'll find something for you. Okay. Uh, Anyways, my my question is: Do we ever hear stories of things like that happening at festivals like that, that are that big, or do you think it's different because it's just a different atmosphere and in a different country, things may be done a little bit differently? I don't know. Just seems like it would be impossible to control that many freaking people. Every situation's different, sure. Um, how it's handled is different. Um, the attendees of a pink pop festival, for instance, a lot of them are probably Travis Scott fans, but are the the vast majority of them the same type of fans that you would have seen at Astral World? Probably not. Um, yeah, everything's different. Uh, Pink Pop is a three. I'm just using Pink Pop as this the first one I pulled up. Three day festival uh, with a sixty thousand people per day capacity, so sixty thousand people times three um, with performances on four separate stages. So, also that's not even as big as that's not even as big as this Travis Scott show. Uh, I don't even know what the actual number was. Let's see if we can find it. I thought it was like a hundred thousand, or maybe you just maybe maybe just well. threw that number out there, thinking that. That's what I thought as well. Uh, Fifty thousand. Fifty. Okay. Either way, that's a lot of freaking people. It's a shit ton of people, dude. It's a fuck ton of people. Yeah. Astro World Music Festival venue has a capacity of two hundred thousand. Hold on a second. It's 50,000. There might have been more than that. You know, they they said that, you know, people were, it's at NRG Stadium. So, yeah, that's a 50-cap place. Yeah. It's the football stadium, right? For who? who, For who? Is that a college stadium or is that a? Oh, I think it's the Texans Stadium. Oh, Houston Texans Stadium? Um, Dang. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's the, so I don't know. La, la, the definitely the largest amount of people they've had in that stadium in a long time. How rude. <laughs> How dare you. Um, <laughs> fuck. Speaking uh, of that, dude, did you see that Cam Newton went back to Carolina? I did, but hold on. We're, we're not done talking about Okay, this. sorry. <laughs> you got me, you got me um, football-minded now. Yeah, I, I forget what I was going to say. So, I mean, you asked about other festivals. Yeah, man, they're, they're, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's hard to... I can't even imagine working, being a part of the staff for one of these fucking things, man. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I just know that it's tough to do. And in the moment, it's really hard to know exactly what's happening. That's all. Um, and I, dude, I think it, in a lot of ways too, and I, again, I don't want to compare myself to Travis Scott, but as a person who, when I'm on stage, I'm very in the moment. I like to go kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know what's happening until the song's over. I, you know, in the moment, you know, I just don't, unless I stop and focus, 
if it's even possible for me to do that, I don't know. Um, you know, I played, I played a show, a festival where someone broke their leg in the crowd. Bad. Paramedics had to come take him away. I did not know that this dude was hurt until we were done and people were screaming at me to not play another song so they could get him out of there. There were 300 people watching us probably, right? 300. I didn't know what was going on. Now, again, I'm an asshole. I'm deaf. I'm dumb. Fuck me, right? I'm just saying, how hard is it going to, how hard could it be to know what's happening when you have 50,000 people? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a bad example. Maybe it's not even relevant, but I'm just saying. I, and, and, and again, I, I say that because as someone who likes to get lost in the performance, lost in the music, as much as I can, oftentimes I didn't know things were going on. That's all. Yeah. Is Travis I, I just, Scott like that? Who knows? I have no idea. But Well, I, I'm glad I brought this conversation back up then because it gives, any at least our listeners, it gives them the both sides of the argument, you know, cause a, a lot of, a lot of the argument is just against Travis Scott and is he to blame? I don't, I don't have really the argument one way or the other. I think there, I think things could have been done better on both sides, but then again, as we said, it's extremely hard to do anything more than they actually did in a festival that size and with that many people and things like that too. But as I said, it's important to have both sides of the argument, I think. Yeah, and I, I also think, like, I understand that these days, especially through the fucking, the fucking lens of social media, when there's a tragedy, we have to find someone to blame for it. But it is very possible that this is just an unfortunate fucking accident and tragedy at the end of the day. Yeah. Where no blame needs to be put on anyone. Now, tell that to the family members of those that died. They're going to want answers. They're going to want something to happen. Right. Not all of them. Some of them. Maybe. Again, I don't know. But I would imagine. And just putting myself in the shoes of someone who's been there, someone that's been to festivals like this, performed at festivals. Uh, if I got hurt, someone would want answers. Yeah. If I died, someone would want answers. My wife, my parents, my sisters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as a father who is really trying to push his son on music and music onto his son, I'm going to be so happy when he goes, Dad, I want to go to a show. As someone who's going to willingly embrace the idea that my kid could potentially go to a festival like this, if he got hurt, if he died, I would want answers too. So, again, I think it's a... I just think too much of the focus again has been on Travis Scott and not on those that died and not on yeah. the, not at the fact that this is a fucking tragedy. Right. And to blame one person for a tragedy like this. I just think it's gross. I just think it's gross. That's all. Um, is there a, you know, you're speaking about trying to push music on your son hard is, I don't know if he's at an age yet where he can, if you can really tell, but can you tell like if he is, like if there's a certain genre or a certain type of music that he likes more than others yet, can you tell? Okay. Now, you asked me this, and I'm going to answer it honestly. 
And by answering it honestly, I'm going to, again, look like a douchebag during this podcast. But I'm going to do it anyway because I want to be honest here. Okay. Uh, really digs my music. Okay. First time he ever danced was to my newest song. That's awesome. I posted it on social media because it was just too goddamn adorable and it actually brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. That it, that it actually happened that way. And especially, um, especially that it was a song written for him. That's freaking awesome. It, it, yeah. It, I, I'm getting like, you're going to make me cry right now. You're get, I'm getting, um, I'm getting goosebumps from it. That's awesome. See, yeah. uh, so no, that was very cool, but it, it, I just want to all things aside. Uh, no, no, there's not a genre necessarily. Okay. He loves aside from his dad. He loves, uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. He loves Beartooth. Seems okay. to anyway. Okay. Yesterday, while he was uh, eating his dinner, who did I put on? Oh, fuck. Who was it? Uh, dude, I'm an idiot. Who was it? Foo Fighters. Sorry. Okay. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Foo Fighters. He was doing this to Foo Fighters when he was eating. Yeah. So, yeah, he, like, uh, he, he seems to like it. And we have a piano in our house now. And he's of the size where he can walk up to it and hit the keys while standing up. Does it all the time. And, like, it brings him joy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Nice. Yeah. I'm a douchebag. Either way. I don't care. Fuck it. No, I'm not. I'm proud of that shit. Fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll be really happy. Like, I want him to like sports also, and I want him to play sports. And I'm trying to, like, I've had this this sort of internal battle going on in my brain since he started walking and, like, becoming a person. Like, do I want him to like sports more or music more or both equally like I do? Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like a walking contradiction to a lot of people that meet me when they first meet me, like, I'll talk sports with them and then I'll fucking be a fucking total nerd about music and they'll go, I don't know. Like you're, you're a weird, like, um, I know that's not that weird. I know there are millions of people just like me that fucking love sports and love music. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, do I, what am I going to like, what do I want more? I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm going to be like, if he's an athlete, it'll fucking make me so happy because I want to be that dad that goes crazy at his games. But are you, know? you are you going to, as far as like athletics go, are you going to push him towards a certain sport? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good answer. <laughs> I figured yeah. so, but I, I was just curious. Like, I mean, if he, which, whichever one gives him the most lucrative contract, that's the one I'm going to push for. <laughs> yeah. So I can retire and then do nothing but just watch him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I the, the reason why I asked this because I was, and I know he was just watching it, but you know my three month old son, last night I had the Blues game on, and uh, he, he, like I could just like he was focused in on it, uh, watching the TV, and I know he was just watching the TV. It's not like there was anything there, but it kind of got the, you know, the gears moving in my head. Like, what would he be like if he's interested in sports when he grows up? You know, of course. There are sports that I would like him to play because, like basketball, that was my that was my thing when I as I was growing up. You know, I'd love yeah. to see him do it. And would it kind of hurt if he had no interest in that growing up? Yeah, you know, because that it's kind of what you would like to see them do. 
And I, and I think, yeah. I think parents have the ability to, you know, to kind of push that on their kids without really pushing it, you know, give them some time of trying to get them to do it. And if they just don't show any interest, you know, don't keep forcing them to do it. Cause that's one thing for me. I don't want to be that parent who like lives their life through their kid because they didn't you know, get what they wanted out of life or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, don't do that, but yeah. you can live vicariously through them, you know, uh, like, in, in like a, low key. <laughs> well, yeah. In a positive way. Not yeah. like to just like, I, I, dude, I'm going, yeah. I mean, well, look, I think the other, I'm glad you brought that up because I think like what I'm going to do is really try to recognize what he's good at and then just focus on that one thing. But see that that's interesting too, right? Because that's you, a problem. Because but. you say focus on what he's good at, but what he's going to be good at is kind of what you okay, put, push him to do up. as a dad, right? You know, like, I'm just talking about sports. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, I played everything. Yeah. And my parents didn't really focus on one thing, which I think if they would have, I probably would have been better off. Right? Like you brought up basketball, dude. I fucking loved basketball same as a kid and as a teenager that's all i fucking did same here you know mm-hmm. as i had a hoop in my driveway i would just play all the time mm-hmm. i would walk up to the park with my friends we play all the time i went to fucking camps yeah like but nobody said hey dude you're fucking small and white and you're never <laughs> gonna play basketball at a high level you should stop and focus on something else right no one ever said that they just let me do it uh-huh you know what i'm saying yeah now Unless my kid hits a fucking growth spurt early, I'm probably not going to push him. Now, I, maybe this is wrong, but I'm probably not going to – unless he's the fucking professor or, like, he's fucking Steph Curry, I'm probably not going to push basketball on him that much. Wants to play, great. And then if I notice he's really good, okay, maybe. But, like, I'm just saying, like, I wish someone had been like, hey, bro, no, it ain't for you. Like, yeah. you're okay. You can shoot, right? That's it. Just stop. <laughs> you got a good jump shot. That's it. Stop. You know, no one said that. I mean, I knew it. I knew I was. I knew I wasn't gonna fucking be a college basketball player, right? I knew it. Right. Would have loved to have been. Would have fucking been a dream come true to thirteen-year-old me, right? But mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying. And you know, it's same. I got. Well, I don't know, man. I. I'm not gonna try to control them in that way. I'm just saying these 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 are the things that I think about. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I am going to live vicariously through him, though, for sure, with yeah. whatever he does. Yeah. I'm going to be that proud piece of shit parent that everybody gets. Stop talking about your fucking kid. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to, like, just walk up to you and start talking about it. But if you ask me, I'm going to have plenty to say. Yeah. You know, I'm proud. I mean, unless he's, you know, I don't know, unless he becomes a NASCAR driver. That'll be shitty. <laughs> Anyway, I'm having this dilemma every once in a while at home because when I like my mom has this picture of me as a baby and it's certain ways like that my son lays, he Uh looks exactly like I did. And when I when I see him like that, it almost like makes me take a step back like this is fucking creepy. Like that you're seeing like I see myself laying there it's just and i'm sure you know this happens all the time to people when their kid looks a lot like them but it's just i don't know it's just freaky and then you know up until the last you know few years i never really thought about anything like that happening or really having a kid 
that looked like me or, you know, that I can like put my, push my ideas on, I guess, and my beliefs and things like that. And that's going to be, it's going to be an interesting ride. I I know all parents are the same way, but it's an interesting ride to, to, you know, give your ideas and give your beliefs to your kid and, but kind of let them feel it out for them, their self and live their own life while also you living through them kind of too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough too, because when you say beliefs, it's like, well, how many of them? Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily mean like religion and stuff like that. I just mean, I understand you just, you know, how you look at life and, you know, things teaching your kid how the best ways to look at life. And, you know, it's. Yeah. I mean, right now there are a few certainties that we have with our son. It's, um, you know, things that just won't fly. Like, no racism, right? Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. things like that. Like, it, it is, you know, my heart will fucking sink into my asshole if, you know, he picks that up somewhere else and I have to, like, teach him that lesson. Yeah. You know, rather than it just organically happening, like, hey, mom and dad are try to be good people, so I'm going to try to be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's a possibility. It's a possibility. You know what I mean? I mean, it is. And I think we, but I think we've talked about this before too, is that I think you're in a good spot with, uh, like in your life with people that are in your life and stuff. And, you know, and probably like the school that he'll go to and stuff like that will be integrated with, you know, so I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. Like, but like me, it may be a little different down here. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent the same with you as far as like, you know, racism does not fly. Absolutely not. Your kid's going to believe in Bigfoot. (laughs) However, Yeah. You know, so it's, it's going to be, I feel like I have more of a chance of that happening and me having to sit him down and saying, listen, man, this ain't how this works. Yeah. Then yeah. you it might, do. It's, it's probably gonna be a bigger challenge for you. Yeah. I would, well, I mean, I don't know that. And but then again, I, I imagine, but then again, you know, growing, it was the same way when I, when I was growing up and I, I never, you know, have had a racist bone in my body either. So I don't, you know, yeah. maybe it's, maybe it's just, it's just how you, how you raise your kid, I guess. I didn't, I didn't have to be taught that. However, I did learn it on my own through an experience, I guess. It was like the first time I heard a word. Mm-hmm. I just the feeling that it gave me just made me go, oh. And then I asked, you know, mm-hmm. a little kid, little, little kid. And then I asked what it, what it was. And I just remember going, Oh, I don't like that at all. That makes me like, I think I might've even, I might've even cried when I was given the explanation. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was that, uh, sort of traumatic to me at that time as a little kid. Maybe I'm trying, I know who said it. I know why it was said. And I can, I can remember everything that happened, but I don't know, but either way, but yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I had to sort of learn that on my own through experience. Um, and I feel like maybe that's a lot of people. That's how they, but either way. But it also, um, but like in your scenario, like it, it depends on how it triggered you too, right? Cause like, what if that, yeah, what yeah. if it wasn't a bad feeling that you got? Like, what if you, you know, started because of that scenario, you started going that direction. You know, it could have been something different. Yeah. No, I, it could have had, it could have, it could have turned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Speaking of this, have you? Like, what's the episode called? Uh, I just watched the episode of It's Always Sunny yesterday. It's a, it's a newer one where uh, 
the piano almost drops on Mac. Charlie kicks him out of the way, and Dan, uh, Frank yells the F word from across the street. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the, the about, it's all, it's all about the lottery ticket. I can't think of no, what the episode's called. That. Oh, dude, you you that. have to watch that today. You will laugh the entire way through. I guarantee it. Is that from the same season where the first episode of the season was they were black? I think so. Yeah, the Wiz, yeah, the dude, Wiz that, episode. They lost that, me. A little how did bit they with do? That. I don't know how they got away with that they episode. They lost me a little bit with that one. Yeah. Ultimately, because it wasn't fun. I just didn't think it was funny. Yeah, it, I, was, I honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, there's yeah. I just um, either way. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look for that one. Um, I don't remember how we got there. Either way. So, before we get out of here, you brought up Cam. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I know. And the only reason I bring it back up because we were talking about, like, pushing our kids to the biggest contracts. Mm-hmm. He's getting four and a half guaranteed, four and a half million guaranteed dollars. How, how, many, how many half a season with them? So he he didn't sign. He just signed till the end of this year. Yes, because Darnold's hurt. Ten million dollars, four and a half million dollars guaranteed to play half a season. Because Darnold's hurt, right? That's why they he brought him in. He's just terrible. He's just been playing poorly. I thought. Oh, I thought he, he got. Hurt? I thought he got hurt. Uh, one year deal worth as much as ten million. Four and a half million guaranteed and a one and a half million dollar roster bonus for Eaton. You know, and Carolina, aren't they like five and four right now? Like they're they're at least five hundred. They they were four and four. Did they win their last game? Um I don't remember. I thought they were at least five hundred right oh, now. Oh yeah. But Darnold is injured. If Cam comes in and he does really well for the team. Yeah. Man, wouldn't that like if they make the decision, let's re-sign Cam and let Darnold go somewhere? That would really suck for Darnold to be like his third team in. I, mean, I don't know where he would go, but uh, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't, they're four and five. They lost their last game. Okay, four and five. Um, yeah, and they have Arizona today. Oh, geez, you about to be you about to be four and six. You ain't Carolina. kidding. Yep. Sorry. Man. Wait, is Cam going to start today? I don't I think. I think the coach I, said he's not going to start. Yeah, I heard he's not playing today. Which, I mean, he just signed. So I don't know how fast. Because, I mean, he's got a... He, this is a different coach and everything from he, when he had... When he was yeah. on the team before. So I'm sure the game plan's different and the bo- the playbook's different and all that. So... Yeah. Just let him run. He'll be fine. <laughs> let him run. <laughs> Big fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I've, um, I've always been a Cam Newton fan. I've never really had any hate for him. And he's, Me neither. You know, he's uh, kind of, he's been moved around and stuff, and I just I couldn't believe that it took this long for him to get put on a team somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Who, my prediction is that he does well. I hope so. Well enough to get re-signed by them. That's my prediction. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Who's, who's Cleveland got today? Um, or do you have, do you have a buy this week? No, we play the Patriots in about an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, no Nick Chubb. He's got COVID. No fucking Demetric Felton. He has COVID. I've seen that I'm your boy, feeling. Ben Roethlisberger, has been announced out for this week for COVID also. 
won't say anything bad about him. <laughs> I'll, I'll skip it this time. Fat face. Um, <laughs> speaking of people that I predict won't do well, OBJ, have fun in LA, bro. Uh-huh. Let me officially say, see ya. Weird, weird scenario, right? It's not weird. It's who he is. Yeah. He's a baby. I mean, like, I mean, just the fact, about him. I just mean with his dad being involved and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, dad, I don't get the ball <laughs> thrown in me enough. Will you post on social media, dad? What are we doing? The fact that that even got any attention is what really bothers me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the fact that reporters had enough balls to ask Baker Mayfield about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being Baker Mayfield in that situation? What was his reply? I don't. Rem- I don't think I've seen it. I think he just said, "No, I'm not." You know, I. I think I don't, I don't remember exactly. I'm. I'm obviously way paraphrasing, but I think he said, "No, I'm not paying attention to it. I've had a conversation with Odell about it. We're good." I think he just said that. I think we're good. I think that's what he said. Fuck. I mean, why would you even? I don't know. But um, yeah, we got the Patriots today. I'm not feeling that great about it because Chubb's out and fucking Kareem Hunt still I don't think he's going to play I think he's cleared to play this week but I don't think they're going to play him either way what is what there's been some weird shit going on game wise these last couple weeks like how did Miami beat Baltimore Thursday night Uh, how did Jackson terrible on third downs how did Jacksonville beat Buffalo last week I don't know if there was any time period that the Detroit Lions are going to get their first win. It should be this week. Who are they playing? Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. And Roethlisberger's out. Cam out. So. Or with Ben out, I mean. Um, who's their backup? It's a. Uh, uh, didn't he. Was Roethlisberger out earlier this season, too? Ye- Landry Jones. Yeah, that's right. Andrew Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, forgot about that guy. <laughs> or no, is it Mason Rudolph? Mm, he was last year, right? Wasn't he involved in that whole, or was it two years ago? When was that big fight? Is that two that years ago? Two or last year? years ago, yes. Two years ago. Gotcha. Anyway, let's get out of here. I got to use the bathroom. 